Hello, and welcome to episode 206 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And this week we're kind of going over maybe what Wizards' um, New Year's resolutions should be. <laughs> what their resolutions should be, yeah. This Not is ours. This is your company, Wizards. Yeah, let us... Listen to us. Yeah, let us help you fix your company. Yeah. I know Morrow listens, so we can... <laughs> If we, only. We can figure this out. So if uh, you want to get at us on social media and, I don't know, tell us what our New Year's resolution should be, or, you know, link us tomorrow, you can yeah. uh, find all of that stuff down in the uh, description. So go check that out. Facebook, Twitter, Discord, we're, we're there a lot. We said, we said Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> like, we, we, we're active in the Discord. That's right. Um, if you're looking to support the show, there's two ways you can do it. The first is our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Follow that link on over to TCG player, and anything you purchase after that will help to support the show. We'll get a percentage of your purchase to you know, help pay our hosting fees and such. Um, if you want to support us more directly, you can do so, do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Patrons get access to our show notes. Uh, they get access to about a whole nother hour of content in our pre-show where we kind of catch up, talk about the show a little bit, talk about our personal lives a little bit, you know, just don't get to see each other as much anymore. So it's just us catching up, um, making sure our mics work and our computers haven't forgotten how to compute anymore. Um, but yeah, it's about another hour of content you get out of us on uh, Patreon. And also if you send me your uh, mailing address, once in a while, I get some cool stuff I send out to you guys in the mail. Uh, we got a bunch of new patrons lately, um, but I don't think I've gotten many of their addresses, despite asking for them. So if you are a patron and want to be put on the mailing list and haven't given me your address, make sure I get your address. Yes. If you're a patron and you want free stuff, give yeah. the man your address. Yeah, Make it give, happen. Just give it to me. Yep. Um, Speaking of, we just got a new patron today. Oh, uh, haven't gotten back with their address, so I don't know their actual name yet, but I wanted to shout out uh, Vasilios TV. Ooh, thank Thanks. you, Vasilios. Thanks, Vasilios. Appreciate it. Um, we also have our YouTube channel, Casual Triad MTG on YouTube. Uh, we've been trying to do some more content on there. We do a video version of this show that goes live the same time it does everywhere else. You can check that out on Thursdays. Uh, Brian's been putting out some limited content Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. He's got a bunch of draft videos coming up, so make sure you check those out. And you get me on Tuesdays for Tomfoolery Tuesdays, where you never know what I'm going to be playing. It's no. always some, always something wild. Th this week, it's Santa themed. It is Santa themed. It's for Christmas. I know yeah. it's like a little late or whatever, but it's fine. It's still the it Christmas before. season. It is, yeah. You're you're in more the, like a Santa hat. Yeah, you're you're in the void week between Christmas and New Year's. It's still just general holiday. <laughs> time yeah. time does not exist. It's fine. That's right. So, yeah, check all that stuff out. Like we're trying to trying to be a little more uh, regular over on YouTube. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that my brother's like, yeah, you got your your stuff keeps popping up in my uh, YouTube feed. I'm like, excellent, <laughs> excellent, nice. it's working. <laughs> It's working. That's how it begins. That's how it begins. Um, and, and then at some point, uh, 
I will have done so many. I'll get like a neon sign with like my name in the background, <laughs> just like a, a true Twitch to Twitch uh, streamers background. It'll be great. Uh, so that's 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 the end game. It's Doctor Gamer PhD in neon. Um, Perfect. So, uh, I was trying to come up with things that I know uh, the you know year end stuff. We're going to talk about what our year-end like wrap-up show is going to be, but well, sh- sh- so should we do that before we, we do? Yeah, the show? let's let's open that first. So we did this yeah. last year um, to kind of like tie a bow on the year. Uh, we wanted to do like an award show, mm-hmm. and so we are coming to you, the people, for some suggestions. So we had like a mm-hmm. list of um, oh gosh, what is it called? A list categories. of categories. I posted them on Discord last week. We've got a few, a few takers, mm-hmm. but um, so we have a list of things that we want to like kind of go over and uh, award to Magic to ourselves <laughs> and to uh, and, and to you, the people. So yeah. uh, we'll just start. I'll run through a couple of the categories and then you pick some up. So, what do you guys think our best episode was? Like, what are your or what are your um, um, uh, suggestions for what the best episode is. We do, we do 52 of these a year. We don't remember them all. We do. <laughs> Every year, 52 of Every them. year, 52. For almost four years. Yeah. Coming um, up very quickly on four years. And then what was our best, like, random tangent mid-show where we just went off went off the rails and talked about <laughs> something random? Yeah, I but feel they, like that happens all the time. Yeah, that's... That's what you mainly tune in for, right? Is you're just tuning right, for yeah. what dumb what dumb thing are they going to talk about today? <laughs> what was the card of the year? So like that one's a little harder. I think like last year it ended up being like Ragavan was my vote as like the most impactful card. And I was yeah. going through the old show notes. I forget what yours was, but yours was more like the card that like was most memorable. And I was like, no, no, this is the most rawly awful card. Like that one. <laughs> uh I know it's going to be hard to pick just one, but what was your product of the year? Well, I mean, th- there was a lot of bad ones in there, too. Yeah. So hopefully yeah, the, the good ones were a little bit further and further between. Yeah. So uh, what, are, what are some of these other ones we got? So kind of inverse of product and card of the year, we have the most broken card of the year and the most broken product of the year. So... Like you said, you picked Ragavan for card of the year. I guess that's also the most broken card of the year, though, right? I think last year, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever's the most broken. Not necessarily the best, but the most broken. And same goes for product. What was overall the most broken product of the year. And then opposite from that, we also have the worst card of the year, which is kind of a weird one because there's a lot of really bad cards, right? Oh yeah, there's like I mean in the uh in Brothers War there's the like three mana like fog, but it only fogs things three CMC or less. Like yeah. that's an awful card, but that's not a card that is gonna like pop to your mind like, oh man, this card was so bad. Yeah. Right? Like there's there's cards that are bad, but then there's there's like the cards that you just think about and you're like, oh, I can't believe this card exists. Yeah. And then we have uh, the worst product of the year. Now there should be some some real doozies in here. I think there's a lot a, of real stinker products this year. I think there's a runaway winner, yeah, but 
But you never know. You never know. Yep. Um, uh, and then we have the best and worst mechanic of the year. Um, this one's a little bit easier to narrow down, like, contestants for because we know what all of the mechanics we are. We know all of those mechanics. <laughs> it's been a, It's been quite a while since we knew what all the cards were. Yes. <laughs> and then what is our most confusing card? Oh. Uh, there, God, what is... Um, I was playing today. If you watch my draft video uh, next week, it's uh, uh, epic confrontation. The number of times I have passed the turn thinking that this is an instant speed fight spell. Yeah. Even though, like, I'm pretty sure, like, two sets ago, they printed this exact same card as an instant speed fight spell. Yeah. And like, I passed the turn multiple times, and then like, I can't do anything, and I'm like, oh, I just lost this game because I. Uh, this is a sorcery. This is a sorcery. Like, oops. Yeah. Um, but there are other cards that are confusing, not because I'm dumb, but just because there's a lot going <laughs> on. What is the wordiest card? But um, if you were privy to our uh, pre-show last week, we talked about MTG data, data science and the fact that, like, yeah. this is, like, the most words. What is it, like, 14% of every word on a magic card was printed this year or something? That's pretty impressive. Yes. Um. We already have some people uh, chiming in for what was the best limited format. I think I know what my answer for best limited format is. I think I do as well. Yeah. And then what's the best uh, draft build around? What was the card that you were like most excited to open in a uh, in a draft this year? Probably not bad sneak attack, right? <sighs> I wanted bad sneak attack to be good. Bad sneak attack. I played a couple. It's just bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's sneak attack though. It should be good. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's, it's just bad. bad. It's bad. We tried. So, give us some input on these. Like, email, Facebook, Twitter. Like, copy yeah, to the Discord. Yeah, wherever you want to get at us. Yeah, yep. just let us know, and we'll try to combine everyone's feedback, and then like kind of the things that are. The things that are a little uh, sparse, we'll uh, we'll fill in ourselves, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, we'll probably chime in on even oh, the yeah. ones that aren't sparse. We'll chime in on. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll it's our show. We'll throw some stuff in there. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, we want to give you guys a chance to kind of you know, more so than you already do contribute to the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. So please reach out. Let us know because there's probably some cards for best and worst that I've totally blacked out or blocked oh, out am- from. I am 100% sure there are cards that I have uh, completely forgotten about. Yeah. Or maybe ones that I never even knew existed. Yes. Yes, there, there's been a few cards that I've been like, I've not seen that card before. Weird. Yep. Um, all right. What's that set from? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a supplemental, super secret, limited uh, edition, <laughs> drop, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, cool. Um. Same so. night promo card. It's only available when you show up at FNM to play in your five deck game nights, whatever. Yeah, the game nights like board game thing. You have to yeah. get that, then show up with it at it with an FNM, and yeah. then you must play lands in front, and then right. and only then you have unlocked the code for this card. Mechanically unique. It's the only place you can get. It's one. the only place you can get it. It's like, it's like the old. Uh, Tomb Raider, 
Like you do yeah. the little dance and then you like uh, backflip with a twist swan dive and then it like <laughs> makes it so you have unlimited ammo. Same basic concept. Yep. Uh, all right. So I was thinking like, you know, if if we like ran wizards or like if we could like, you know, tell wizards like, hey, what should you focus on this year? What should your New Year's resolutions be as a company for mm-hmm. for magic? I know you guys do other stuff. Talking to my brothers, uh, apparently they do that other stuff poorly as well. Uh, um, <laughs> apparently D&D is in the exact same position Magic is in, where it's like, oh, would you like a digital copy of that? Please play full price for it. But I already bought the mm-hmm. paper one. There is no code. You must buy it twice. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like that feels Wonderful. so familiar. So, yeah. like, what are some things that maybe WotC should do as their New Year's resolutions? So um, I came up with some, and you can yeah. throw some at me. Yeah. But the first one I came up with was, let's, like, try to make competitive magic matter again. And, like, this is a much bigger, Yeah, I like, mean, this ask. is, like, a whole episode that I think we've already kind of touched on mm-hmm. multiple different parts of. But, like, just the, right, like, the the current system seems like no one cares like, I don't think they do. We've there have been qualifiers in our area that have not like brought us out of our homes to go do. Yep. I constantly see on Twitter like, oh yeah, I showed up to this two slot qualifier at this game store and then being an eight person single elimination tournament because only eight people showed up for two spots. Yeah. Or like, oh, I went to this one slaughter and there were 25 people. And it's right. like, yeah, the, that happens. But also, like, 25 people shouldn't be showing up for these. Yeah. Right. So, can, I, uh, can I ask you a question? Kind sure. of on, like, a side tangent for sure. this. Shoot. Um, what would it take? Like, what, what, for you, what would it take to make competitive magic matter again? What would you need to see to come out of your house and you know play the, in one of those events the thing that drew me to it was like it felt like 5 years ago 6 years ago that like if you said hey i made it to the i qualified for the pro tour mm-hmm. people were like oh that's like an impressive thing right mm-hmm. for for most places now you know granted like if you know you're in some place that, like, oh, seven people in the store are qualified. It's like, oh, whatever, right? right. But, like, Madison, for... Yeah, if you're in Madison, Wisconsin, like, everyone's qualified for the Pro Tour. Like, your dog's qualified for the Pro Tour, right? But most normal places, like, you know, one person qualified yeah. for the Pro Tour, like, in our store, had qualified yeah. for the Pro Tour in, like, a decade. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, that felt like an accomplishment, Mm-hmm. And it felt like an accomplishment because it was something that people like knew was difficult, understood how to get there, and then like the pro tour like showed up on screens and people talked about it and cared. Yeah. And so I think the thing that matters most is like making that end thing something that people like care about, right? Like even like you know. I got a feature match that ended up not being filmed 
Thanks, Oko. Oko GP. Uh, uh, there was a pro tour right beside me, and I got the, the one time I get picked for a feature match, right? And the guy yeah. didn't even come back to get my name afterwards. Um, <laughs> I had the tech to beat Oko. Um, but they, uh, but like, even those things, like, just like, oh man, can I get a feature match? Like, that was an exciting thing, yeah. right? Like, oh, I've got to do well because maybe I'll get picked for a feature, right? Yeah. And like that, like excitement and like prestige of those events is gone, mm-hmm. right? So like it's more about bringing back the prestige of the event at the end, yeah, right? Because like now it's like oh, I qualified for the what regional championship, which is effectively just a GP mm-hmm. that like you get to play in between like a Smash tournament and C- a CS:GO tournament, and it's like that's not like. It's more of like an afterthought. Right. Yeah, I'm not even sure that that like it gets me back. Um because for me, like it's not just about the big events. Um the the big events were a blast and I loved, you know, traveling with the group of guys we traveled with and you know, we always had a great time. It didn't matter if the event was a dumpster fire or not. We had, we always had fun. But like I think there needs to be a path to those events, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not even sure that there is anymore. Like e- even if they announced that they were going back to the old system tomorrow, and we were going to have GPS and RPTQs and PPTQs and like the whole system we used to have, like that kind of magic doesn't get played anymore. Like I can't go to our LGS and like find anybody that wants to jam a game of standard with me <laughs> mm-hmm. well i i th- i think that like the old system worked because the thing at the end mattered and mm-hmm. so you wanted to participate in the system because like yes the payoff was like winning the pro tour but like yeah. getting to the pro tour getting to an rptq like mattered mm-hmm. right and, like, if those matter again, like, even if they keep the same, like, structure, right, those mattering, those getting, like, eyeballs, those not, like, like, going to the Twitch front page and not having, like, you know, three e-girls with, like, you know, ears on their headphones and, like, seven kids playing Minecraft and then, like, number 40 on, like, the top streaming thing is the Magic Pro Tour, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not having it buried and everything, having it being like, oh, everyone in Magic that cares about Magic has shown up to watch this thing. It is a big deal. I think yeah. then starts to bring people in because they see that this thing matters. And, like, the problem is, is when they tried to do that, they made it, like... So it was so opaque on how you like, how did you get to like the mythic qualifier that Mangu won and won a million dollars? Well, it was a combination of you were good at magic and you like also like were randomly selected. Were randomly selected. Like, (laughs) yeah, someone was like, oh, this person streams to 3000 players uh, to 3000 people. Uh, yeah. playing uh, playing with Bionicles, I guess we'll have this person. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm a Lego streamer. Yep, come on in. Come on in, Lego streamer. Tag, uh, you're it. Yeah, exactly. I play Gwent. Cool, you're in. 
And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, so like that was like, hey, here's this thing that matters. But then people were so jaded because it was like, it just seemed like they like pulled, they put the top like 100 people on Twitch in a hat and they just pulled people out. Yeah. And they were like, oh, Mr. Beast, you're, uh, you you want to come? And he's like, I'll buy your whole company. No, calm down, Mr. Beast. No, no. Last one to take their finger off this Black Lotus wins it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, right. So, like, when they were trying to do that, they kind of failed at, like, letting it be like a, that, that you and I could be like, okay, if I, like, grind and play my cards right and play the best magic I've ever played in my life, Maybe I can show up and be in this sixty-four person tournament and like play battleship uh, with my laptop against like John Finkel, right? But no, instead it was like, eh. So like they they went through a phase where they care, where where they made these things matter, but then made it not clear how you got there. Yeah, right. I, I think like the the point I was trying to make was that I don't know if wizards can fix that. Oh, I don't know if they can either. Because they've spent so long like training their player base to not play competitive magic. Mm-hmm. Um I mean we've said it on the show a bunch of times. Look at all like the ex pro magic players that are like, well, I guess commander content gets views, so let's do that. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna write this your your like entire ecosystem to not care about competitive magic anymore. Yeah, well, I one of the things I kind of brought up in this point was uh, in like one of the calls or something, or maybe the the, the fireside chat um, is like uh, uh, or somewhere they're like, yeah, like we used to think of magic players as like a monolith of mm-hmm. they were just all magic players, but now we look at them as collectors, casual and competitive. Yeah. And I think before all magic players were looked at as more of like the competitive player. Mm-hmm. So they put more resources towards things like the pro tour right. and things like that. But now if, you know, even in the best case, if it's a third casual, a third competitive and a third collectors, the competitive people are only getting a third of the resources they used to get. Right. Right. So like, like, Oh no, we've got to like, instead of using that money to have like a reasonable OP system or to like make it. So an LGS doesn't have to spend $400 to host an event. Yeah. Uh, we've got to like pay for licensing fees for, uh, you know, uh, Care Bears on a car, <laughs> right? Like, oh man, coming soon to a secret lair near you. Care Bear Stare, uh, yeah. but uh, which would be like uh, one of the uh, oh gosh, the Beholder cards where they're zapping something, <laughs> be the Care Bear Stare. Uh, so like, I I just don't know if they can fix it, but like, it would be nice if like it mattered again, or mm-hmm. like to make the coverage good, like. We're to the point now where poor Anzid is just like he's got a backpack full of cameras and like yeah, goes event to know. event. I don't know how that dude like has motivation to do what he does. Like it's unreal. He has like from when I watched the stream, he has like a non traditional job. He is like nebulously a consultant. Oh, okay. Um so 
like you know maybe that gives him some freedom to to do that kind of stuff but yeah like i don't know if i care about like the long-term health of like magic coverage to like throw a bunch of recording equipment in a uh in a in a bag and fly across the country to like record like uh eternal weekend or whatever like so like not taking anything away i mean respect like it's amazing but like it he he tweeted something over the weekend i think looking for trivia oh yeah that he could like put on screen during downtime or whatever yeah he he had some like test images up or test videos I don't know. I know it wasn't the intent. And like I said, I don't want to take anything away from him, but I felt so bad. I'm like, this dude like goes out of his way to travel to all these events and like keep the dream of magic coverage alive and doesn't have the time to like look some cards up and make trivia. So here he is like begging random people on Twitter. Like, hey, can you help out for him? Like I, but it's, I just felt so bad. Yeah. It's, it's so much effort. Like it, he's trying to do what an entire team of people did right. before. And I mean, you could think that like in the long term, right? Like maybe he's got it in his head that in like four or five years, he's like built a small team and then can be like, Hey, flesh and blood. I'll come do pay me X and we'll come do coverage at your event. And then next, like this could be the start of like, you know, a magic coverage business, but it also is more than likely just like, I want magic to not suck. And I'm watching wizards make it suck. Therefore I'm going to go fix it myself. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was one of my like things is like, I don't know. I, I don't think they can make competitive magic matter again. But, like, it just seems like they were, like, people want competitive magic. We're just going to, like, make it an afterthought at, like, this DreamHack event. And, like, you know, as opposed to, like, you know, putting a few people on it to, like, do it in-house. I think, like, more what it felt like to me was that they did this just just so that they can say, oh, look, we did this and it failed. Mm-hmm. This, this is our justification for not doing not this doing anymore, it we did this and it failed yeah as opposed to like hey you could put like a small team on this in-house you could run like they could run like a gp a month somewhere mm-hmm. in the world right I mean, that's like what they used to do yeah they, like there was one like every other weekend somewhere in the world but they like, never doubled up they weren't ever on the same weekends as other events yeah, like, but if they just did, like, or, like, just do one every, like, every set, like, mm-hmm. there are, there's, like, four continents that Magic's really big on, mm-hmm. five, right, like, one in North America, one in Europe, one, like, Asia Pacific, which is kind of crappy, I, I don't know, like, you could do one in Asia, one in Australia, one in South America, right, five, do five, right, mm-hmm. like, four standard set releases and then one like god awful like ghostbusters uh <laughs> set release or whatever it is right right but like you do something like that where it's just like 
Wizards is taking the time to be like, we care about this. Not like, you know, the, like, Magic, whatever, they, what are they now? Magic, they're not Magic Fest, they're ma- whatever the heck the thing in Philadelphia is. Oh, yeah, what's it called? Magic... I don't even know what it's called anymore. I mean, the branding is powerful. It's really stuck with us. I mean, yeah. I'm glad that they spent all the money on... on At least it's not mythic anymore. Yeah. But, like, just, like, a GP where it's, like, about, like, playing Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Just do that. And, like, if... Like, you make enough money that if you had to take a little bit of an L on this to sell more product, mm-hmm. like, it seems like a good thing. Yep, I agree. All right. So what was what was our, our next thought of things Wizards should maybe want to do for uh, the following year? Uh, it's something to not do instead of something to do. Um, let's go with some little bit less products. Please. Yeah, it's too much. I don't there it is I don't think it is possible to care about everything anymore. No. I I think it is not. And like when once you tune out you don't know when to tune back in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't care about this, like, flurry of tweets about some product. So how do you know what n- the next set of tweets is you're supposed to care about? Right. right? Or the next, um, like, weekly MTG you're supposed to watch and be like, oh, yeah. Well, I think the secret layers are, like, the perfect, uh, perfect display of this. Because we had, there were so many secret layers released over the last, like, three months that at some at some points we had gotten a tweet you know stating that we have more secret layers coming and what some of them were but didn't spoil all of them and then we got more tweets saying that more secret layers were coming well how do you how do you know which drop they're in are they in the first drop are they in the second drop you don't even have all of the first drop like released yet and you're already spoiling the second drop yeah, like you said, how do you know which ones you're supposed to pay attention to and which ones you're not? Which of these products is for me? And like the default has become none of these products. None of none them. of these products are for me. Yeah, but like something that I think is like lost is there was a point where like a set release was special, like getting mm-hmm. new magic cards, getting to spoiler season was like special yep. and you got like excited for it like you had done the 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 current set for two two months right mm-hmm. and then they started to like hit you with a little bit of the a little taste of the new stuff or whatever and you were like oh yeah new cards cool and like now like you don't have that specialness anymore right like it's just well you don't have it at all like pre-release used to be a big deal because it was the first time anybody got to play with the cards. They weren't released early online anywhere. Spoiler season would like end and then you'd have pre-release. There was no week of content creator deck build off. There wasn't like you spoiler season ended and then you had pre-release. Mm-hmm. And then the week after you got to play with the cards. Well, they're like basically getting rid of pre-release now, right? Yeah, so like, now, like, as soon as you get the cards, you can play with them. Right. So that kind of just makes it the release. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there'll still be pre-release events with pre-release kits. I'm sure they'll still run them the same way because it's a good event. But it's not a pre-release anymore. It's just the set release. 
Now, this is a, uh, you know, um, we, uh, since we don't have competitive magic, see, see, uh, thing one, could you imagine, like, if, like, a Star City event the weekend of, like, pre-release, and some people had cards and were playing new decks, and some people couldn't get the cards, it would just be, like, wild, like... What what yeah. is that thing? Like that's a, a sh- shieldred. What I've never seen that before. Yeah, funny story. Um, yeah, yeah I, I I bought seventeen pre-release kits and I got some, so I'm jamming it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, like if we had less products, each individual product would be something that more people would be able to digest and care about. Like, I understand, like, the push to, like, have stuff for collectors and blah, blah, blah. But there comes a point where, like, even if I'm a collector of magic, right? Right. If you, you give if you give me, I was looking at the, the secret layers for December. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. There are 14 different, well, sorry. 28 if you count like the foil and non-foil versions mm-hmm. of things that you can add to your cart let it be the entire bundle or just a particular like secret layer from drop from that uh whatever family or whatever 28 yeah. different things for december right like there's just too much for people to care about and Way like it would, it'd be nice if like oh hey this feels like something special i can get excited about this but if you're like constantly in a in a state of excitement mm-hmm. right like you it starts being exciting right right like you you start out with when the, everything's special nothing is exactly so that's a much better thing than i was going to be like you start out with the easy stuff then you move on to like the hard stuff <laughs> i just can't get i can't get the same high anymore yeah. I need I need Frank Frazetta art now, in my veins. <laughs> uh, yeah, just give it to me. Oh, no, that's not working anymore. Cereal box art, cereal box art, right? Yeah. And it's like no, like you gotta like pump the brakes. Yeah. Um. I no, I kind of like this next one. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I would um, like them. I'm to, actually kind of a proponent for this. I would like them to manage their formats. Yeah. Um. Or I, th- I would like for them to not manage their formats. I and let somebody else happen. do it. Yes. Right. Um, so managing the formats kind of means one of two things. One, like, kind of make the format, like, functional and, like, diverse. Right. Yeah. Or two, um, make it fun. Mm-hmm. Right. If people are playing and not having fun, you have failed at your game. Correct. Right? Or, like, if you're like, you know what? This isn't supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a strategic challenge, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Make your format, like, diverse and not garbage. Right. Right? And make that... I mean, like, like a format can be both of those things at the same time. I I mean, ideally, yes. But if you're going to pick one, decide which (laughs) one you're going to pick and do it. Don't kind of go back and forth. The ideal is, hey, the format is, like, diverse and fun 
and has like uh depth depth and all of this stuff that's great but like if you're gonna like you can't go like back and forth and be like oh we're banning this card because it's not fun or it's hard to shuffle your deck but this other card like no no pick one so like in legacy and i know this is the like age-old problem with delver is is it ponder and brainstorm's fault or is it all the other cards but like there's a really strong argument that like Merktide Regent and Dragon Rage Chandler should probably not be in the format. Mm-hmm. Right? At least not together. Right? Like Delver shouldn't have access to like two mana eight eights. Right? right? Or right, we shouldn't be playing Pyroblast in our main deck. Right? When yeah. when the two mana eight eights with evasion that give you card advantage. Right. And like what um what is the thing I was going to say? Um, gosh. Like, your your format can't end up being like, well, you can play Delver, or the next best deck you can play is Soulland Chalice, pick a ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Right. The current ham sandwich is the initiative. Mm-hmm. Right. But, like, for a while, the best or second best deck in the format was Mono Red Prison. Right. Well, just wait until we get the fellowship. Once you get the fellowship. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you know, Go- Golem is like you know, the the blue Ragavan. Yeah. It, like if it hits you, you get to like ponder. <laughs> Whenever this deals. It's a one mana. It's black. It's a one mana hypnotic specter. Yeah, exactly. That that's the ring. Yeah. It's it's the ring. It's yeah. an equipment. It's one mana, but it like turns your thing into a into a flying uh, specter. But, like, yeah. Murktide, Dragon Rage Chandler probably need to go. I would argue that a lot of the initiative stuff needs to go. And I know that, that people get, like, oh, legacy people don't want to see stuff change and stuff. And I think we talked about this last week. It's just, like, I don't want... The, people don't want the legacy meta game to be four different things mm-hmm. in the span of a year. Right. Right? It's, like... Like no 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 like legacy should move slowly and it's like yeah nope. I mean if you bought three thousand dollars worth of lion's eye diamonds it it kind of hurts to not play lion's eye diamonds exactly so like you know manage legacy or we can talk about this now like I know it's scary but maybe we should move to like the popper like model for legacy at least or. Uh, or, I mean, I'm kind of a proponent for moving to this model, like across the board. And I, like, I know there's problems with the system, and you know, who do you decide who's on the board, and you know, do they really have the four best best interests at heart, or mm-hmm. like, how do they get off of the board if they're not doing their job or whatever? But at this point, like, competitive magic doesn't matter anymore. The only thing that Wizards cares about are casual formats. Mm-hmm. So. Like, there's no incentive to play anything, like, sanctioned. And if you're not playing sanctioned magic, who cares? Like, let's make a legacy committee, and maybe we don't call it legacy. Maybe we call it something else, but it's legacy with a committee. Yeah. Same goes modern. Yeah, just, like, because it, it seems like there's just, like, a bunch of people asleep at the Switch. And, yeah. like, you have your community, like, this is miserable, this is no fun, this isn't any good. I'm not having fun, like, you know, uh, 
Now, recently, uh, Thraben U was like, I don't think there needs to be any bands out of Delver because the initiative kind of balances stuff out. And it's like, is that really where we want to be? Is like a random, yeah, like... deck is balancing your... <laughs> yeah. A prison deck with like just random free value cards. Um, but like, you know, at the same time, a month and a half ago, it was like, oh my god, Wizards, why don't you ban Murktide? I'm so sick of good games of Magic ending in, like, opponent has Murktide, I lose. Yeah. Right? And it's like, like, I don't know, it's kind of hard to be in, like, both spots. Like, I don't think Legacy needs anything. And then, like, let me play the, this tape from a month ago. We are like, this yeah. is misery. All the games end the exact same way. But, like, you know, Legacy needs some sort of help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have here, and like this is sad. Like I have no idea what's going on in modern. Yeah, I have no idea. Right? You like, know who does? Who? Aspiring Spike. He does. He should be the one that's like on the committee. Figuring out. Yeah. You, you know what? Aspiring Spike's mom got him for his uh, Christmas present. What's that? A pink neon sign that says Aspiring Spike. All right. <laughs> that's where. <laughs> that's the end game. I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. But like you know. Yeah, like, you know, what what is going on, like, you know, is, like, you know, one of your best decks being uh, free 3-2 bl- that thought seizes you, then blanket thought sees you again on turn one. Yep. Is that fun? Is that, like, enjoyable magic? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if the answer is no, maybe we shouldn't do that. Right. And, like, I know that, like, you built your whole format on, like, you know, a a free red spell that makes it so you can't play X1s. Yeah. Like, oh, I went, like, one drop into one drop into one drop. Yeah, I paid zero mana in three for two, Jew. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was good for me. Was it good for you? Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if you heard much of this or not. I know you were kind of busy over the weekend. But... We talked about like this being like we're referencing the popper format mm-hmm. panel or whatever it is, and Commander also has like the RC that mm-hmm. obviously Wizards is not in control of, and like they didn't make the RC. But did you hear Shelton's article? Shel- yeah, over the weekend. Yeah, I didn't read it. I just kind of saw what it was. Well, so you didn't really have to because a lot of the backlash that I saw wasn't actually about the article. It was about the fact that the RC is being provided with advance notice of cards in upcoming Magic sets to give their opinions on whether or not they should be printed. Why Why does it matter? Should the RC have any control over anything that Wizards does, let alone what's going to be legal for every other format? So, I. So I kind of like uh we again i can't think of remember all the times we and this might be later on in here oh it is right if you look at dominaria united how mm. many of the rares and mythics were just commander cards that like made no sense in the limited environment oh all of them and we're gonna like make right all of them right so yeah. they're like designing a lot for commander and i understand the like wizards is in this weird spot where, right, like, they're designing cards for Commander, 
but they don't want to design a card for Commander, and then the RC immediately ban it. Mm-hmm. Right? I I agree that like it's funny that Wizards is running their cards by this external body, as right. opposed to being like, we need this card to make blue white blink in standard a deck we need mm-hmm. elish norn to do that so we're gonna print elish norn because we need it right as opposed to like uh what is a kind of white commander we don't have oh uh this thing okay cool we're gonna make that commander and like i i guess if there's like a, a blink deck it'll be good in it or it'll mm-hmm. be awful to play against i don't know which okay cool <laughs> ship it right um uh saffron olive sent out a tweet he's like i kind of feel like the rc at this point is like almost like watsy staff that just doesn't have to use the hashtag right well, and people yeah. were all like they're not being paid blah, blah, blah. he's like they're helping design cards well i like, mean if they're not getting paid that's their problem they're working for wizards for free, for free. yeah but like they're helping design cards on some level they're like yeah. now apparently wizards like contracts out to people um Brian Gottlieb talks about how he worked on uh, Kamigawa mm-hmm. and things like that. Like they, they, you know, we all heard the stories about Sam Black playing Loris when right. like Modern Horizons Two was coming out, and they were like, "Stop it!" And he's like, "I can't. It's the best thing to do." What are you people? What have you people done? Um, <laughs> right. So like they do this, but like it's it is funny that we just keep uh, running cards into like into commander and then they break other things right you look at them like yeah that's fine for commander it's like oh yeah but it's not fine for any other format yeah like we can't do that but like i wish i could tell you like what what was going on in modern i just haven't cared and like at this point the modern content i watch is like saffron olive playing like junk into like random piles of nonsense mm-hmm. or random like good decks um, but like, yeah, make modern fun. Like, I feel like modern, like there's like two camps. There's people who are like, oh, modern. So like deep and interesting and stuff. And then there's people that's like, Hey, remember three years ago when I could play Arcbound Ravager and not get laughed at? Like, that was pretty <laughs> cool. Could I do that again? Yeah. That's not good enough. It's like Arcbound Ravager was good enough for, uh, like years. for, for modern for like 10 years and it got yeah. Mox Opal banned. Yep. And now, like, I can't play that card ever. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, sorry. It's like, but, but, but it, it, it went from being top of the metagame. It went from, it was a promo in 2019. They gave it to us for going to an event. Uh, two or three times, right? It was a promo and it was in a secret layer, and it was something else. There were like three premium versions of that card within the span of like 18 months. And now you can't play it. And right. it's like, so there's people like, oh, the gameplay is so interesting and stuff. And it's like, yeah, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to play Noble Hierarch into a three drop. And I was like, yo, you can do that, but then I'm going to fury them all away. And then with yeah. my remaining mana, I'm going to play a Renin Six, and I'm going to like plus it and get a land back. And it's yeah. like, oh, I, I guess I just lost the game because I, uh, because on turn two I played two creatures. Yeah, you, that yeah. was a mistake. Sorry. 
Yeah, so, shouldn't have done that. Right. Uh, having played against Mono Green in Explorer and beaten it a few times, but also played I against. Seen it yet. Uh, I've seen it a number of times. So on Christmas Day, it was uh, it was just red black sack was all I played against. I was like, what? Who? Who found this under their tree? Like, <laughs> what? What is going on? The people here? who got coal in their stuff. Exactly. Um, but like, Karn and Pioneer is not a fun card. Yeah. Right. Like, there's a part of me that's like, just ban all the cards that say you cannot. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah, they're just not fun cards. Narset. Teferi, Karn, like, just get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Make the format fun. Right? Please. And then, like, standard. Now, admittedly, I play mainly Explorer. Um, but I do see some standard stuff from time to time. And I know that the most recent Arena Deckless podcast was uh, Standard is Actually Good. Was, like, the title okay. of it. But, like... Can we not have Fable? Like, Fable's too good for Standard. Stop. Like, there's no reason to play half the other colors in the format mm-hmm. because of Fable. And uh, Mono Black, when I run into... Ha- when half the cards I run into and Explorer Red Black are Standard Legal, there's probably a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hadn't realized how good Misery Shadow was. It's like, oh, if I don't untap, I just take five next turn. If I don't kill this right now, I just take five next turn. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a problem. Yep. Like, huh. And then they play a shieldred. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Right? Right? Like, that should not be, like, it's weird. Also, I, I have a, a prediction. If nothing changes, I think any, you just can't play red removal in standard going forward. <laughs> like, you can't. Right? Like, yeah. I played a misery shadow. Okay, if they keep mana open, I can never kill it. Cool. Right. Uh, they played a shieldred. Are there any red spells that are like standard playable that deal four damage? No. Oh, oh five they damage. Oh, five damage. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, they played Phyrexian Obliterator. Obliterating <laughs> bolt. Yeah, I'll sack all of my permanents, and you can kill your obliterator. Right. Right. Like, no. Like the problem. Something probably needs to go. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, again, I am so jaded to standard. It would take a lot for me to go in and play. Now, there is like one deck I want to put together and play that's like janky and not real. Right. But like, that's that's it. That's There's one thing I'm interested in. Yeah. And. Um, I don't know. I think it's weird because. I don't know how I want to phrase this. Like perception is reality almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the world is how you perceive it. And if there's no structure to competitive magic and people are only playing formats that like they're being told they're allowed to play. Like I mean, if there's no modern events, like why does modern as a format exist? If there's no standard events, why does standard as a format exist? Mm-hmm. I think that like people can and should grassroots this stuff. Like if you want, if you want to ban a card, like let's call it almost modern, and we'll get some people together and say, "Hey, let's ban this card." I mean, there's 
there was the legacy the the heritage event which was right. legacy without dumb stuff yeah well, i guess without dumb stuff and baleful strix um yeah and but like that sort of thing should be happening all over the place like if modern's like, no good let's do heritage modern if pioneer's no good well i guess like you can't really do heritage pioneer but, but like you could like, be like something about the, these are these are the cards that shouldn't be in the format the these cards are not fun. Because, yeah. like, you know, they they got rid of Expressive Iteration. Mm-hmm. And um, so the, the Narset Collective... Is it Collective Defiance? The red one? Mm-hmm. Where, like, you wheel your opponent and yep. then they just can't draw cards. That deck went away. But they're going to print some other cantrip that mm-hmm. makes that deck playable. Yep. Right? And then we're just going to be like playing all these like awful blue red games where like who can stick narset and wheel the other person first yep and it's like oh that did you have fun i did not i've gotten way more of the did you have fun in this match uh like (laughs) pop-ups yeah i have lately too yeah uh and like part of managing the formats is just the fact that um um there are so many cards that like snowball Mm-hmm. That like I mean that's all they print anymore. Yeah, like you know a like a Bane Slayer Angel kind of snowballed, right? It had to attack and stuff, and it kind of got out of hand. But there are just so many cards now that it's like you don't have to do anything with them, and you just lose the game if they you don't well, kill them. It, at least a Bane Slayer Angel wasn't going to bury you. Like sure, it's a huge life point swing that will like stabilize somebody. But it's not going to put somebody ahead on cards and tempo. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to be able to trade for it one for one. Whereas, like, a lot of the stuff that they're printing now, like, not only replaces itself and gives you the mana back, but also puts you up a card by the time your opponent, like, deals with the threat. And if they don't deal with it right away, there's no coming back. Like, a Baneslayer Angel, sure, it would suck, but you could take two hits from it and not be dead. Yeah, you're at 10... Like you got to draw cards, like you know, yeah. you know. Now, like your Baneslayer Angel was shielded, and if you're like, I need to cast a draw spell to like try to find my answer, it's like, well, you're gonna take six this turn cycle. Right. Then it's going to attack you, so you've taken ten before you can answer it. And yeah. I was like, oh, oh okay, suck. Uh, yeah. You know, or twelve maybe. Right, like you've it's it's killed you if you cast one divination, you're basically dead. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, well I guess I can't like come back from this if I don't have the answer in my hand when yeah. it resolves. I mean I play games now and I'm like, well, I could try to remove that their their three drop or whatever, but I've gotta hold on to this uh leyline binding in case they have a shield as their four drop. Right. Here we go. Right. And then the last one we touched on this. Can, can we design sets for standard and not commander, please? <laughs> I mean, I think we should design sets the way we used to and mm-hmm. like full stop. Like, I think horizon sets are a bad idea. Yeah. They're... Just in general, I think they're a bad idea. We can thank Tom Ross for that. Yeah, well. He he pitched that idea in one of their like lock in pitch things, and the horizon sets are what came out of his pitch. Yeah, but like I look at I mentioned it like Dominator United, a 
seemingly all the higher rarity cards were for uh uh what's it called were for commander. uh commander and yeah. um right like it seems like the supplemental products are like for you know specifically for commander mm-hmm. or just happen to be for commander and like you said like we should go back to designing sets that are like does this card make sense in the limited environment? Does it make sense in what we see standard being? And, and then let the other formats fight over the scraps. Yeah. Right? Like, again, I go back to, like, Monastery Mentor. Mm-hmm. Saw li- a little play in standard, right? There was, like, the Jeskai token deck that you could maybe put one yep. in. Right? Like was like a fringe player in modern like Mm -hmm. it was good enough that people thought about it yep uh but not good enough to actually stick anywhere right and then saw and still sees like play as a one of or a two of and like it's like a sideboard juke and like uh blue white control decks and or just guy control decks and legacy like Mm -hmm. that's just kind of like it sees a little bit of play everywhere. Yep. Right. And, you know, I'm sure it showed up in some commander decks, mm-hmm. right. Or, um, oh gosh, is it profit of crew fix is like the yeah. weird, like seedborn muse, like yep. blue greens, like thing in that draft format was like untapping things with like keywords, follower and stuff like that. Like that card made sense in like Pharaoh's. And it happened to be really good in Commander. Yeah, got banned. Got banned. But, like, to say that, uh, um, but to, like, have a situation where, like, seems like every set's just, like, we need to put 25 more Legends into Commander. Yeah. And we need yeah, to how have, many legends do we get this year? Four hundred fifty something. I thought it was four twenty-five. It was one point six per day. Yeah, right. Maybe yeah, maybe it was four fifty. But yeah, so just like some like ungodly number. Like so, how about we don't do that? And how about we do um, you know, just design cards like we used to. Yeah, and then you avoid like then you might not have to manage legacy as hard if you're not throwing like 35 ridiculous cards. Yeah. That, you know, cause like even now with like, uh, Oh gosh, was it uh, unfinity? Right. Mm -hmm. Like we were designing cards specifically to be played, uh, as non acorn for commander. And Oh, like cosmos, the wonder dog might be good enough for comet. Was it comet? Comet. Yeah. Uh, oh, oops. I guess that's legacy playable. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It won't be too bad. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not how you should do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, let's let's go back to designing sets like we used to. And, like, the commander players will be happier, too, if they get to, like, try to find, Definitely. like, cool cards. I think we talked about in the pre-show. Where, where did I have it up? Um, the new rat guy. Yeah, I think we talked about it last week. Yeah, but, like, that card's absurd, mm-hmm. right? If it's any other creature type, it's, like, it breaks three formats. Yeah. 
I mean, like the going back to I think what your point was is like the commander guys. It you know I haven't played commander in forever, but it's got to be kind of a weird feeling to have just finished a deck and then all of a sudden have a strictly better commander for that deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine that's a good feeling. Like you, you finally craft like the perfect, you know, 99 cards or whatever, and then you have a strictly better version of the commander for that deck that requires you to you know, start probably over again. not change the whole deck, but certainly recontemplate your uh your choices decisions and like you know there doesn't need to be a commander in every color pair that does everything right right like oh man we don't have a boros go wide equipment commander that cares about attacking with creatures power four or greater guess what (laughs) like that's fine like, yeah. you know, I think that, you know, part of deck building is being like, I don't have the exact thing that I need. How can I, like, put it together? How can I, like, find a way to make this work? And it, like you said, it seems like every two sets are like, here is the best version of this commander you could ever possibly want. Here yeah. you go. Or, like, you know, like, oh, man, I'm super sad that there's not, like, lemming tribal oh you're sad there's not lemming tribal well here here's like let's fix that for you real quick here's 15 lemmings and a three color lemming lord that also draws you three cards if you attack with two or more lemmings off a cliff and it's like okay (laughs) if one of your lemmings falls off a table draw three cards yeah and it's like oh it's like you know what we could just we would live if we didn't have lemming tribal yeah Right. And like, I think the people that are like want lemming tribal or whatever would be like way happier if like, you know, over the course of like three years, like four playable lemmings got printed mm-hmm. and it was like well, randomly a lemming lore, a, 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 a lemming legend of like, oh my God, I can finally kind of put this janky little deck together and like, yeah. Over the next few years, I might get another lemming, and all that'll be so great. Like going back to your original point here, I think. Um, remember back to like 2016, and I know it's like the butt of a lot of jokes now, but like Tiny Leaders was a very popular, fun format, like while it was new mm-hmm. until it got solved. Yeah. Um, and like maybe it's not even solved anymore. I have no idea. But like a lot of people played it and a lot of people had a lot of fun playing it. And I think the reason why people had fun and enjoyed playing it was because it was so restricted. Like there wasn't there wasn't even a commander for every color pair. Like was it Sultai didn't have Sultai had a generic. It was a three mana two two no text. Yeah. Uh Right, but like I think every a, a direct response to that was Leovold. Maybe right, like Tiny Leaders was popping. Wizards is de- designing cards. Yeah, they see that Saltai has, you know, generic gray ogre. Yeah, so they gave him like the best commander that's ever commanded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And then like the format you just went just get a- to have all of the fun now. Yeah. The format went away and then there's this like thirty five, fifty dollar legacy staple. Yeah. And it's like, oh oops. I kinda missed the boat on that. Yeah. But yeah, like like I played Saltai in Tiny Leaders because I wanted to do Saltai things and I was like, it's fine. I don't have to have a, a, a guy for this. It's it's okay. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, hey, like I want to play Rat Tribal with, like, some garbage, like, rat legend from original Kamigawa. Fine. Again, like, I don't know. Like, I'm still confused. I bring it up all the time by the the mentality of the commander player. On one hand, we're just having fun. I just want to play decks of similar power levels and have good games. But by God, I want to have the absolute best card in every single slot in my deck it's like you know what no you identify as a rat boy you have a rat tail you're gonna play garbage rats (laughs) fine like that is like what you do so i think that there is something that you're missing there um because when you're trying to do something weird you in order to not get run over you do have to have like some of the cards in your deck have to be like absolute best in slot. You have to pick and choose where you want your power to be to make like it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can't just shuffle up, you know, 60 something stinkers with some basic lands and say, yeah, I got a rat tribal deck because you're like, nobody's going to have fun. You're going to get steamrolled and your opponents aren't going to have fun beating up on you. You've got to have like something in there to do like, with some power to be my, relevant. The The thing is, is like, it's it's more along the lines of like it's it always seems like on one hand it's like I just want to have fun but on, and like yeah it's like if you're gonna like play mono black rats and you're like okay fine I'll have like cabal coffers and urborg and damnation yeah like cool in but I'm gonna play like twenty five like C minus rats because mm-hmm. I want to have like rats like okay cool like. Like, if you want to, like, I guess the thing is, like, if you want to play rats and rats aren't good, that's fine. But it seems like everyone plays their favorite, like, tribe that they know is bad. And then they complain that their tribe is bad. Yeah. And then it's like. Well, I mean, that's a uh, magic player thing. Yeah. That's not necessarily oh, just let's like, let's like fix your tribe. And it's like, you know what? No, maybe yeah. like, because eventually, like, everyone complains that, like, every tribe is bad. I guess, like, right. the only tribe that people don't complain about is, like, humans. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, but, like, hey, like, yes, I know tonight I'm going to bring rats. And I know I'm probably going to lose, but I'm going to hope that I, like, get Master Splinter and, like, whatever other rat uh, from Kamigawa on the yeah. board and, like, do the rat thing. Okay, cool. That's That was what I wanted to do tonight. But I had this other deck that is, like, four color omnath landfall annihilate you on turn three mm-hmm. and i can play that too but like it just seems like with like wizards has decided that no one ever gets to play a janky commander anymore yeah like they like, like you, I you think can that's part of the problem too yeah. you can but wizards is like you don't have to right right like oh like that rat commander is fine but here's a really good one and everyone's well, like, I guess it, I have to play the good one. 
it kind of goes back to what we were saying, what we were complaining about with modern or legacy though, is, you know, they keep printing these horizon sets that introduce like artificial rotation and they're kind of doing the same thing in commander where they're introducing artificial rotation. Like yeah. in order for there to be good tribes, there has to be bad tribes, right? In yeah. order for there to be, you know, good archetypes, there have to be bad archetypes. I, and, and something I talked about a few months ago, I'm starting to see calls for it. I saw a couple of tweets that was like, you know what color needs an overhaul in Commander next after white? Black. Mm. And it's like, yeah. So the problem is white was the worst color. <laughs> Everyone complained Wizards right. made white not the worst color. Now there's a new worst color. Yeah. Now this means Wizards has to fix that color. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen oh, now red's the worst color. Now we have to fix red. And then it's yep. just this like vicious cycle where like eventually yep. green's the worst color and they're like, one mana? Elder Gagaroth's go. <laughs> I think I fixed All it. of the value, none of the mana. Yeah, like, okay. How right, many like, words of text can we put on a one mana card? Um, I mean, Ragavan has a lot. Uh, they can do better. Um... Oh gosh, there was like a really bad card. What was that one mana three three that when you played it you rampant growthed your opponent? <laughs> was that uh old like, growth old growth dryads? Yeah, maybe that was it. Like, it's like yeah. something from like Ixalan. It's no, it was the uh, Innistrad, I think. Was it Innistrad? Or no, maybe you're right. Maybe it was Ixalan. Old growth dryad. Let's look it up. Uh, old maybe it was Ixalan. Growth. Old Growth Dryads from Ixalan. When it enters the battlefield, each opponent may search their library for a basic land, put on the battlefield tapped, then shuffle his or her library. One mana, three, three from Ixalan. Yep. Um, that's a lot of text on a one drop, but it still mm-hmm. has room for flavor text, so it's not enough. Right. Um, but yeah, like, it seems like multiple formats would be benefited from designing for standard mm-hmm. and letting some things happen in other yep. formats with those cards as opposed to being like, well, we want to plant a like two mana unconditional removal spell in blue and black in modern. So we're going to yep. print it into standard because we think that's missing. And oh, well, there's not a Naya Dragon Commander that does this. So that's going to be one of the mythics from uh, our our next set. How yeah. many dragons are in the set? Oh, oh, there, there are two other dragons in the set. <laughs> so if this is my mythic that I should be excited to open when I open my pack, yes. It's yeah. literally impossible for me to do anything with it with the text on the card. Oh, it's still a five mana five five word two. <laughs> but the uh, the other paragraph, oh, the other paragraph doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah. Why is it in the set? Well, the commander players need it. You release eight, twelve, sixteen commander products a year for them. It couldn't find its way in one of those. <laughs> oh no, it didn't really fit the themes of the other. It doesn't fit the theme it of the set have either. Until you had a product that you could put it in. No, no, we we designed it, and we just didn't feel like uh, kicking it back out. Yeah. We we were short a mythic because we decided yeah. we were going to go from sixteen to twenty mythic, so we needed to find an extra mythic. More mythic, more mythic must make them open more packs. 
So, so yeah. So to recap, I would like to see them come up with some way to make competitive magic matter again. To get yeah. now, in their I think def- that ship has sailed. But yeah, in their defense, in twenty twenty, I had just turned forty. Mm-hmm. I am now forty two and have a rugrat. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just natural that I don't care about competitive magic <laughs> as much as I did. Well, That's not their fault. I mean, I, I didn't get a... Since they've abandoned competitive magic, I have not uh, grown attached to a Rugrat, and I'm in the same boat. So. Okay. Um, but we have gotten older. Maybe we've just aged out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, can we have less products so we can care about things again? Mm-hmm. Right? Make me excited for a product. I can't Please. be excited about all of them, and by proxy, I'm excited about none of none them. None of them. Um can we manage our formats with an eye on them being fun? It would be nice. Right? Like, what are cards that are unfun in your format? Remove them. Mm-hmm. I know or that... Or pass the reins to somebody that will. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what? Um, uh, you, like, the people that have averaged the most trophies on Magic Online and Legacy for the last year and a half, congratulations you were yeah. the uh, legacy committee, and to take off a backpack, like figure <laughs> out figure out what's on the uh, what's on the uh, uh, the thing, jiggly poof or, or grizzle poof. You're in there. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey Newton, guess what? You get to be the elves expert. Uh, tell us what we should take yep. out. Um, and then like go back to how we used to design sets. Like I understand there's an. A, a new vision where we have to design for the third of the third of the player base. It is commander players. But as we've talked about, I don't know if commander players want to be designed for. Yeah. Right. Like at this point, I don't know that anybody really wants to be designed for <laughs> wizards. Just take a year off. Just let us, <laughs> let, Leave us fi- our formats alone. let us fix your cards and then we'll be good. Yeah. Um, so with that, I think we have a show. We have a show. Uh, again, we want to remind you, we gave you a list of like awards. Give us some mm-hmm. nominations so we can talk about them next week. Uh, yeah, you it's can, way more fun when we get interaction from you guys. We can do that on, uh, or you can do that on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, email. All those links are in the, the description. Go go there. If you, if you tweet them, I will find them. Uh, my Twitter timeline is pretty clean. So I will find them <laughs> and uh, I will add them to the mix. Yeah, hit us up. Any of those places are perfect. Um, and probably any place else you can think of that you think might get to us will probably get to us. I've never learned to read smoke signals. So if you're in your backyard smoke Ooh. signaling, I've not I've not got that one down. I, I can't speak okay. for you. You might you're you're a more worldly traveled man than I. Well, I would probably see smoke and not immediately think smoke signal, so it would probably go over my head. Fair. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, if you're looking to support the show, there's two ways you can do that. TCG Player Affiliate link is the first one. Uh, TCG.CasualTryHardMTG.com. Follow that link, buy some stuff, support the show. It's as easy as that. Uh, second one is Patreon, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. Patrons get access to our show notes and our pre-show, so you get way more content from us. 
Um, they also get put on my mailing list if you decide to send me your mailing address. Um, for when I have cool stuff, I got some cool stuff for you guys. It just came in. So pro- I don't think I'll have time this week or next week. So maybe early part of the year, I will uh, get some stuff mailed out to you guys. So make sure I get your addresses. Very important. And our YouTube channel. Check out our YouTube channel. We're making cool stuff over there. Tom Foolery Tuesdays. The show on Thursdays. Draft content the rest of the week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tons of stuff. Go check it out. Subscribe and like and leave a comment. Yada, yada, yada. All that stuff. Let's go. Yep. All right. So with that, we'll catch you on the internets. We'll catch you on the internets. <laughs>